Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Friday, people. That's right. We're two days away from kickoff, and the final injury report is out. Holy cow. The Packers are looking like a pretty healthy bunch, most importantly. And the headline for me coming out of this injury report is David Bakhtiari has no designation. That's right. Zero designation for David Bakhtiari. Not questionable. Not out. Not doubtful. Nothing. That's exciting stuff, considering everything David's gone through to get back to this point. That's exciting. Now, I don't know if that means 100% that he's going to play the entire game. I suspect possibly that he still subs out a little bit for uh, Yash at some point on Sunday. But, man, you talk about a guy who's put it all on the line to try and get back and is now finally working towards it. Uh, really excited. Jair Alexander, obviously, is the other headline there. He is listed as questionable. I will be very surprised if he plays. I've said that all week. I continue to maintain. Hold him out this week. I suspect the Packers will err on the side of caution. Although, who knows? He was out there today at practice. I know he did stretch inside the Hudson Center, and then when they went out on the field, he was with the team. So, anything is possible. But I suspect uh, they'll hold him out. But we'll see. We'll see. That's part of the chess match, part of the fun, part of the anticipation of game day. Gotta love it. Speaking of game day, if you're going to be in Green Bay and going to the game, make sure you stop by the Plaza Pit Stop over there at the Rush Center and say hi to Corey Banky. Three hours before kickoff, Corey will be there, glad-handing, saying hi to Packers fans from around the world. And yes, Carry the G beer will be available to purchase if you are a Patreon member or a Carry the G member. Show that to Corey on your phone, and he will buy you a Carry the G. So, Get on out to the Plaza Pit Stop three hours before kickoff. Corey Banky will be there. Care of the GB beer will be there. What more do you need, people? Oh, I know. You don't. You don't need a thing. There are zero things you need other than that. What is up, everybody? Uh, yes, Randy pointing out Mac Jones is indeed out. Did anyone really think he was going to play in this game? I mean, any sentient human being. Of course not. So, yes, Brian Hoyer will be leading the Patriots out onto Lambeau Field on Sunday afternoon. How serious is Jair's injury? Well, Shalen, according to all the reporting around it, sounds like they avoided a major injury. Um, but like I said, I suspect he will be held out on Sunday. That is just guesswork on my part. No information inside or otherwise. But it it could have been a lot worse, and we've seen a lot worse. The fact that it's a soft tissue injury, a groin injury, like – I just think the Packers are going to be cautious with it. The last thing you want to do is send them out there and have them re-aggravate it and make it a long-term thing when it wasn't. Uh, that just that seems to be throughout history of the Packers' MO. So we'll see. They've got all the information. We don't. Uh, but thankfully, it doesn't sound like it'll be uh, long-term at all. Greetings from Chile. What's up, Todd? Greetings from New York City. Hope you're well. When will we start to see more Devontae Wyatt? Uh, I tell you what, he keeps putting tape out there like he did last Sunday I think you will see more and more of him but I don't think they're going to force the issue they've got a good rotation going on and the guys in front of him are playing well so I don't think it's a question of you've got to get him out there they will continue to bring him along you'll probably see more and more of him as the season progresses but I don't think it's a question that they're going to try and force him onto the field um, TJ Slayton's balling out man and I think I know Packers fans have uh their misgivings about Dean Lowry, but I think Dean's playing well overall. Obviously, Kenny is Kenny, and Jerron Reed, I think, is is playing well. So, 
Now, will this rookie at some point make a case for, well, look, I'm playing extremely well and I need to get on the field? Yeah, I have zero doubt. But that's a good problem to have, and I look forward to having it. Good afternoon, y'all. How is everyone's Zach Tom Bombadil season going? Too old for this. It is always Zach Tom Bombadil season here at Cheesehead TV, without question. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Oh, I see Dennis is here. Dennis, hello. I'm sorry. I want to say this to you. I meant to address it on the happy hour the other night. Uh, was that last night? Time flies. But I, for, I, I forgot. The, the hour went and came and went, and I forgot to address it. I want to say I got your email. And, yes, Packers Daily I'm sorry it's no longer in the morning. I know it was really nice to have a routine every day at 10 a.m. And it's not like we're getting more views. I think the views are actually around the same, maybe a little bit more in the afternoon. But the engagement in the afternoon is so much better. We're not phasing it out. It's not going anywhere. It's just at different times. And there are some days where I just can't do it because, like this week, I'm traveling. We have events. We have other productions, etc. But more often than not, in the afternoon, Packers Daily will happen Monday through Friday. Um, except for like next week, say Friday, because I'll be in England. But every other, you know, Monday through Friday, that's where that's how we roll. Just make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and put alerts on, set alerts to on, and you'll get an alert when we're going live. Uh, what's up, Dave? Thanks for the super chat. Lawrence Guy being out could be big. Packers legend, Lawrence Guy. Never forget, former seventh-round pick for Green Bay. Uh, I love Lawrence Guy. I think he's a really good player, and you are right. Um, very good player, and that is a blow for New England, trying to come in to Lambeau and pull off the upset. Uh, Lawrence Guy, uh, good player. I'm glad we don't have to face him. Ed, thanks for the Super Chat. What I need is a short sleeve version of the T-shirt you are wearing and a Packer win on Sunday. I know it. I'll talk to Brent. Uh, I, we used to have one, and then it went away. I think some of it, the issue I think is Teespring with the this dark green. We have real trouble trying to keep that in stock, so I, I will follow up. But I hear you. I just love the long sleeve because huh? now it's like it's almost October. It's hoodie season. Like the weather's turning. Give me that long sleeve, baby. I love it. I love it. Uh, Thirsty Beach. Thanks for watching on Twitch, buddy. What's the thing that the Patriots do the best that we have to be concerned about? Well, you know, if Mac Jones was playing, it'd be an entirely different story. Um, they have some receivers who can hurt you. And with Jair expecting most likely not to play, that would be an interesting matchup. But, you know, with Brian Hoyer back there, I'm not saying that, you know, that concern goes away. But it should, that should be a bit less challenging. Now, that said, it's the NFL. And even Sunday why they lace them up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mac was throwing the ball all around the yard last week. And we'll see what Hoyer is able to do. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Irony, Favre's hero ball on the field and villain ball off the field, both being derailed by quality press coverage. Hello. Well played, Kevin. Well played indeed. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What else we got here, folks? What else we got? All sorts of people. I just found out Hoyer the Destroyer is a big Marvel action figure collector. Pretty cool. Football players. They're just like uh, some of us. Dusty, I enjoyed the Don Barclay name drop on Twitter today. That's a name that hasn't come up in a long time. Yeah, Don Barclay and Devon House will be in the house on Sunday for this game as uh, Packers alumni honoring uh, two uh, former Packers legends. (laughs) <laughs> Barclay and House will both be in the atrium, I believe, on Saturday afternoon, signing autographs, and then in separate locations at Lambeau on game day, uh, surprising folks and giving out autographs. It'll be a lot of fun. Can Yash play right tackle? Shallow Waters, this is an oft-asked question. Um, he has in the past, in his college days, he has done precious little in the NFL. He is, to you know, all accounts, strictly a left tackle. So... I suspect he will be relegated back to the bench once David is back. Oh, Zach. Zach coming in. Zach coming in hot. Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars. Did you miss the Hobbit trilogy? Sorry, my brother. I feel you, though. I feel you. A-Rod going to throw to Big Dog anytime soon? Love to see more tight end play. Yeah, Paul, it's interesting because at some point in the broadcast against Tampa, I know Tyler Davis had his big catch and run up the left sideline. And Brenneman says, oh, it's the Packers' third tight end. And I know he's like in the moment live and just saying that because you're thinking probably Big Dog and Tunyon. But I'm like, isn't DeGuara the third tight end? But then he's a move dude, so he's a little bit different. But Davis is there a lot in line, and they're asked to do different things. But yeah, and that got me thinking. It's like they really haven't utilize the tight end a whole lot now as we've discussed both on transplants and beer and ball i think a lot of that is you know what they want to do protection wise especially early this season as the tackle position has been unsettled you're getting guys back from injury trying to help guys out um i think as the year goes along you'll see more and more now whether it's the big dog you know big dog is never gonna make noise about it i asked him about this was it two years ago you know is it uh did you ever lobby for uh, a ball or two to be thrown your way? Because teams are never going to expect it. It's almost always a surprise. And he said, no, the only thing he ever lobbies for is a run play. You know, 
if he's whooping somebody, say, I'll go, I'll go to the sideline. I'll tell Matt, I am whooping this guy. Like, let's, let's get behind me. I love that mentality. I absolutely love it. Dan, thank you for the super chat. Long time lurker, first time donor. Thank you, Nags. Cheesehead TV scratches my football itch. Phrasing, Dan. No, I love it. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you for lurking and thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate it. New England can't win, but if the Patriots strike the Packers down, Rodgers shall become more powerful than New England could possibly imagine. Look at these Star Wars quotes being thrown out there. I don't hear no Lord of the Rings quotes being thrown out there. Look, let's not start a nerd war here. I love both. They're both like my kids. You can't make me choose between my kids. I love them both. And honestly, you know, I know you're probably talking about the movies, but, you know, you talk about Star Wars. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi is somewhat modeled after Gandalf. And in fact, in the original script, if you go and read like the early iterations, Lucas literally steals lines from Lord of the Rings and Gandalf. So, you know, this is... They're both wonderful, and uh, don't make me pick. Ryan, thank you for the super chat. I can't wait until the pack destroys the packs. Need to make Cowherd eat his words. Why are you guys so obsessed with Colin Cowherd? First of all, I have no idea what you're referring to because, I know this is crazy, I don't pay attention to Colin Cowherd. I mean, I think he does a really good job because you guys always come in this chat and talk about whatever the hell it is he's talking about. He doesn't know anything about the Packers. Nothing. Nothing. He forms his opinions off some probably highlight clips. Maybe he watches a full game. Maybe he catches a headline or two. And then he spouts something off. And he knows it's going to get you upset. And you're all going to take to Twitter or come on these chats. And you're going to be like, oh, I can't believe what Colin Cowherd said. Who cares, man? Because every time you mention him, he wins. That's a big W for Colin Cowherd. Big W. Huge. Monster W for Colin Cowherd. Oliver, thank you for the super chat. Did you see Belichick talking Packers history in his presser today? Hudson, Lambeau, Packers in Milwaukee. It was great to hear him speak so well. I haven't, I didn't see today. I saw a couple days ago he was talking about um, uh, Isabel and uh, Hudson. So that, and that was dope. But um, yeah, but he's got an appreciation for the game. If you saw the Packer, uh, not Packers, the NFL 100 special with him, Rich Eisen, and a few other people, I mean, you talk about an institutional knowledge of the league. This guy, he's amazing. And it does not surprise me in any way, shape, or form that, you know, he has an appreciation for the Packers, their history, their place in the league. Uh, Speaking of Belichick and history and the game, if you have not checked out or um, perused or purchased his father's uh, book on scouting, it is fascinating. Now, some of it is a bit dated, but it is a really, really cool look at, you know, possibly how bill kind of come, comes you know his his lens through which he looks at the game of football uh as his dad is a, you know was a long time coach and scout um it's a really cool book and i highly recommend it if you haven't i think it's on scouting methods or something like that but if you, you know, belichick scouting book you'll find it anthony thank you for the super chat ice cold carry the g in hand friday afternoon does it get any better anthony salute my brother drink to that I love it. I love it so much. Shallow Waters. Goody is elite in the small free agent market. I mean, he's pretty good in the big free agent market, too. I mean, the Smiths helped turn the Packers around on defense a couple years ago, along with Adrian Amos, who's still in town. Um, Billy Turner turned out pretty damn well, especially when they 
put them at, you know, tackle. So, yeah, but the small stuff as well. To your point, you look at Keyshawn Nixon. I put it up on Twitter this afternoon. That guy, you have to think. Yeah, they have they have played precious little dime through the first two weeks. Doubtful that, you know, they were going to play a ton of dime heading into Tampa Bay. He has been the dime back. Got to think he was not a large part of the game plan. Probably didn't get a ton of reps from scrimmage in practice. Has been doing a lot of work on special teams, but didn't get, I would suspect, a ton of looks during practice last week. And then Jair goes down in the first drive, and he ends up playing 57 snaps. Now, you know, he wasn't flawless. There's certainly some plays I'm sure he would, you know, like to have back, as they say. But, man, he played really well. And he really saved the Packers in that regard. You know, was able they were able to stay in that kind of three-corner package that they like. And, man, he, he balled out. So, yes, that is a hell of a signing by Goody. Now, Basaccia obviously gets a nod there because the history with the player – obviously spoke up for him, et cetera. But yeah, I mean, that's a kid who's playing on a vet minimum contract who's coming in there cold off the bench and giving you 57 snaps. That's, that's in a high level. That's just great. That's just great. You'd love to see it. Uh, Jesse, thank you for the super chat. Had a buddy bring spotted back to Kentucky. Glorious. Oh, they brought back spotted, but they didn't bring back carry the G, huh? Interesting. Very interesting, especially considering you can get carry the G in most locales where you can get spotted cow. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, your buddy brought spotted, not carry the G. Sound like your bro carries the G very much. Jonathan, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Got to appreciate how honest Steno was when asked about Royce this week. Would love to see a jump from him over the next few weeks. Yeah, it's interesting because I know the grades from pff hasn't haven't been great and to be honest the film has been rough at times as well but i do think he plays a little bit better than most people give him credit for he obviously needs to step up his game i do wonder how much moving around all summer has affected him you know don't forget he played a lot of ball for them at guard last year and really improved as the year went on you know really settled into a group got a lot more consistent second half of the year and then you jump forward and you get to training camp and he's basically bouncing between guard and tackle the entire summer. Then starts the first game of the year at tackle and then is finally bounced back into guard full time. I do wonder if some of that plays into it, right? And look, I, I thought Nate Tice did a great job pointing out like there's a play in that Tampa game where, you know, you can hear him on the on the mic because he's next to the center. You know, calling out, you know, we got a slide, we got a slide. Well, he's he's giving out a, a direction that we got a slide right. And it sure looks like Jenkins misses the call and they get a free rusher. But, you know, I think he, he, there's a lot going on there. I just think there's a lot of levels to it. Uh, I will say I, I'm fascinated to see if Zach Tom Bombadil can uh, make a run at that, at that gig. And uh, we didn't see him a lot at right guard in the summer, but maybe they start ripping him there. Who knows? Who knows? Michael DeHart has the greatest comment on Facebook ever. Hey, Nags. Hey, Michael. How you doing? Hope you're having a good Friday. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Dave, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. When people reference how long it has been since Packers have had a returner, they forget Micah Hyde. Well, I don't. 
He's the he's tied for the all-time uh, lead in punt down a punt return for touchdowns uh, with three with Desmond Howard. <clears throat> so yeah, no, I don't. But uh, the Packers clearly couldn't sway them to make an offer to the man. Let him just walk out the door. Do you and Corey sign things? I'd love to have something signed from y'all. Yeah, we sign things all the time. Um, but yeah, just send us an email. Contact at cheesehatv.com and let us know. We'll sign something and give us an address and we'll send it to you. We seem to run just fine behind the right side when we are rolling. Yeah, I mean, I think it was fun to watch. Kind of, They got on track early in that game. They were able to run both sides, really. Um, but I do think fatigue and conditioning caught up with them a little bit in the second half. They were getting whooped up front. Um, hopefully friendly confines of Lambeau, a little cooler <laughs> situation. Hopefully they're able to, uh, keep that up, that level of play up through all four quarters. Do you think Rogers would have one more, more than one Super Bowl if he had Belichick as coach for the majority of his career? Yes. However, I don't think it's automatic and I don't think, uh, you can take away Tom Brady's ability to take what is given. And to run the offense as it's designed. Uh, Rodgers is the most talented thrower of the football I have ever seen. And yes, that includes Dan Marino, but he can be his own worst enemy. And you saw that a hundred percent on display in the final third down in Tampa Bay. Um, But all of that said, yes, give Aaron Rodgers a defense that can, you know, hold an opponent under 25 points in a playoff game on a consistent basis. Yes. He'd have more than one ring. Zero question. Michael, we are winning the Super Bowl this year. Go Packers. There you go. There you go. See, that's the Friday energy I need, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. You think there was a discussion about alternating Jenkins and Tom at tackle in week two? Doubtful. I I, I just, I've never heard or seen it indicated or felt that, you know, Jenkins was going to anything along those lines i you know bakhtiari situation is very unique um clearly i mean matt had to go back to his year with the texans to remember a time where they did something like that so yeah no i doubt it already midnight here in athens go pack go brad checking in internationally packers fans worldwide good to see you buddy and hey haven't forgotten about the lebowski watch party it will happen someday before i die thoughts on the tua situation Shallow, thanks for asking. Um, it's hard to comment when you don't have the information, which we don't have. We can all guess. We all know what we saw. And I'll admit, it don't look good. But it's hard for me to get indignant about it and cast aspersions when I don't have the information. Um, it is really unfortunate what we saw last night. I mean, that replay, they showed it over and over again. And it is spooky as hell. And you absolutely feel for Tua. But, man, there are so many people involved here. There are so many levels to it. I don't love that he was out there after what we saw last Sunday against the Bills. But I don't have the information at my disposal as to who made those calls and why he was cleared. And, you know, they say it was a back injury, not a head injury. All right. Uh, You know, I know there's nerve endings in your back, and that can cause you to stumble and whatever. Who knows? And Tua himself said, my back locked up on me, et cetera. So I don't know. I don't have the information. So it's hard for me to be, you know, to condemn the NFL or whatever. I know we've had so many people on Twitter 
chiming in about this. People have so many strong opinions. And I understand it, and they're allowed to have it, and God bless and God speed. But, uh, yeah, I think there will clearly be an investigation. Uh, the NFLPA will undoubtedly be pushing for that. And it will be interesting to see how it unfolds. I just, all I care about, ultimately, is that Tua is okay. You know, and I know McDaniel said they flew, he flew back on the flight with them last night. They were watching a movie together, watching MacGruber, which, by the way, is an underrated comedy. Um, you know, I just want Tua to be okay. And I've already seen people say, well, you should hang it up or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. The man loves playing football, and if he wants to continue and the, he is medically cleared, God bless him and Godspeed on his continued, you know, playing the game that he loves. But I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. That's where I sit. You know, I just, all I care about is that Tua is okay. Uh, the NFC Championship game, Packers and Bucks. I am calling it. Ooh, Chris. Chris, long way to go. Let's beat the Patriots. But I hear you, dude. I hear you. I hear you. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you can join us for the watch party on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Corey and I watching the Patriots game. I'll be in New York. Corey will be in Green Bay. And again, if you are in Green Bay, make sure you stop by the Plaza Pit Stop. There at the Resch Plaza. Free admission open to the public. Lots of stuff on offer. Beer, water, cocktails, etc. Make sure you get some, especially... If you're looking for some beer, we got Carry the G there. And if you are a Patreon member or a Carry the G member here at Cheesehead TV, just show that to Corey on your phone and he will buy you a Carry the G. So do it, people. Hope you get there. If you're not, hope you get to uh, join us on the watch party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please, please, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.